Sessions on 16 is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. to another edition of the Music Everywhere Sessions on 16 podcast. This week, we got Nobody Jr. in the house. Nobody Jr. Tell me about yourself, man. Man, uh, I'm a musician originally from Winston-Salem, and I just moved to Charlotte last year Mm -hmm. just to try to get into the music scene. And this is the first time actually anybody's contacted me about doing something, so it's a big event for me. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, I want to ask you more about you and the Charlotte music scene. And all yeah. That. But before we get into that, tell us about how you came up with this name, Nobody Junior. Where does that come from? Okay, so, kind of a long story. I wanted... We got time. Yeah, I wanted to be, <laughs> like, my music be more important than me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want... I didn't want to use my name mm-hmm. and that be what it's about. So, I wanted to try to be like nobody but at the same time I thought it'd be cool if I could use my initials because my name's Jordan Roberts mm-hmm. and I thought if I use my initials I can slip those in there okay and still be able to keep my name like but kind of make it a secret yeah. so I thought I want to be nobody but I can be nobody junior keep my name and it be more about the music than myself okay you know oh, that's dope yeah that's dope I like that it seems to be like a wave right now of like artists kind of like taking a stand and like yo I want to I want to make my music about the music. Like you see that even with her being, you know, the force that she's been. Like it took forever before people finally found out like what her real name was and right. before she started doing like a whole bunch of public appearances cuz she was really focused on like making sure that the music spoke for spoke for herself. So I think that's I think that's amazing. Um tell us tell us a little bit about the music we're hearing today. Tell us tell us a little bit about it. Um, the music today comes from my debut album that I wrote right after I moved here. And it all just comes from, I guess, a really low point in my life. And it really connects with me and all my friends that I feel like go through the same stuff. And I just wanted to write something that I feel like I could go back and listen to and my friends could listen to. And we would all be able to connect and like feel a little better because, I mean, like... I don't know. It's just, it's been, when I first moved here, it was like really lonely, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have anybody, yeah. and that, that was, a lot of my writing came from that, is just being lonely and not knowing where to go and not knowing how I was supposed to live. Like, what was my next step? Mm-hmm. And I'm a very, when I write, I write, um, it's like very circumstantial. I write like in the moment based on how I feel. And at the time, I just felt like really lonely, but my music, the tracks, if you notice, are like really happy sounding mm-hmm. a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So I have these sad lyrics, but I keep the music happy because I like people to not, I like them to feel happy even if they don't right. realize it. You know, like mm-hmm. maybe they'll listen to the lyrics and dissect it and 
they'll be able to understand it. But either way, the music stays happy, so mm-hmm. people feel happy. Absolutely. Know? No, no, no. I like that. I like that a lot. That's cool. So, I guess, how would you describe like your sound? First of all, do you do your own production? Do you yeah. produce all the music? Yeah, I do. Okay, cool, cool. So, how would you how would you describe your sound? Um, man. I mean, it's all electronic. I do just everything with a keyboard. I do play all these instruments, but I don't have the equipment on my own mm-hmm. to record everything. I do everything just with a keyboard. It's just all electronic. Um, I try to use a lot of like nostalgic type like, sense, like stuff, because I'm really into 80s music, mm-hmm. and I really try to like get that and get that sound without sounding like I'm copying. I right, still try right. to make it my own because I do have like the acoustic guitar in my stuff also. So I try to make it nostalgic sounding, but also new at Absolutely. the same time. No, no, no. So. That's just up. So you mentioned 80s music. So would you consider like 80s music a big influence over oh. your? Inf- so what are Absolutely. some other? What are some other influences of yours that inspire what you do? And it doesn't. You know, when I say like influences and inspirations like I obviously I don't mean just music you know what I'm saying like I understand that all kinds of different artists have different uh, ways that they get inspiration you know Mm -hmm. some people get inspired by the sun some people get inspired by tall buildings some people get inspired by heartbreak you know what kind of things like what inspires you to write the music and produce the music that you write Honestly, the one of the biggest things for me is I'm really big into nature, mm. just being outdoors. And a lot of times I'll just go out by myself and just walk outside, um, go through the park. And a lot of times that'll spark inspiration for me, just like write lyrics. Even, I don't know, I can, I can be in a bad mood and just go out and then I'll be in a good mood instantly and mm-hmm. just start writing just from being outside. That's one of my big things is just being really in tune with nature and the environment yeah. that really gets me in the mood. To write, dope, dope. Yeah. Who are uh, some of the artists that that you kind of gain inspiration from as well? Um, when it comes to like newer artists, I feel like that are doing a lot of the same thing I do. I really like the band Phoenix because they use a lot of the same kind of sounds because you know they're making music now, but it does sound very '80s a lot of times. And like Two Door Cinema Club, uh, Last Dinosaurs, bands that aren't afraid to be new but still go back to those like same old sounds mm-hmm. that are so nostalgic like i really like that and when i heard them i was like if they can do it you know so can i because you're not you want to catch my eyes so you can catch yourself what did i see in you and now you're intertwined in love with someone crazy because like the thing about like the 80s music that I like is like 80s music represents this 
this period of time where technology starts to play so much of a bigger role oh, yeah. in how people create music as opposed to having to go into the studio and sit down with the full band and have to chart out arrangements and things like that. Like 80s music represents kind of like the beginning of the renaissance of I'm going to go in and I'm going to sit down with these couple, this handful of machines or this one machine and I'm going to create from scratch the entirety of this sound that I want to that I want to hear. Oh yeah. And um you know a lot of a really cool a lot of really cool stuff came out of that period from so many different genres of music. Like when you talk about the 80s like you can hear that shift in the music. You can hear it in rock, you can hear it in R&B, you can hear it in jazz, you can hear it, you know, even in the birth of hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Like it it represents such a such a crucial time in music history just because you know technology plays such a big part in how people created music so that's amazing yeah, yeah. that's really amazing so before we get into you know you and the charlotte music scene specifically you say you come from winston-salem yes tell us a little bit about you know growing up like what, what was your what does your journey look like before charlotte like how do you get started where did uh you know what inspired you to start playing? Did the did playing come first? Did writing come first? Did singing come first? Like, what what's the story? Honestly, no. When I was there, I was just making. When I was in high school, I was making beats mm -hmm. for people, and so I knew I could produce my own music. Um, but I never thought about putting my voice out there. Never thought about trying to like speak my um, mind or anything. I was just making music, and people enjoyed it. But then it was maybe my junior or senior year of high school, I decided to finally, I started rapping, which I'm not even good at, but I was like, that's the way, because I was too embarrassed to sing, but I thought that's the way I can, you know, speak my mind, get my uh, words out there. And I started uploading those to SoundCloud, um, but I didn't tell anybody about it. I just uploaded stuff just for me. And it wasn't until after I graduated high school that I started uploading songs with me singing. And at that point, since I was on my own, didn't have, my high school friends around anymore. I just started letting everybody know and I wasn't worried about it anymore. Um, so right after I graduated, that's when I started taking old tracks that I'd been working on before and just putting vocals with them, writing. So the music always comes first for me. So I was going back and adding um, vocals to those tracks, which some of those made it on the album that I just put out. So, yeah. so easily like that you were never there for me cause if you were you'd see that i was never asking for your help me understand what you're looking for when you need a man and why can't i be here will i ever know will i ever see you What what brought you to Charlotte specifically? What was it about Charlotte that, that made you decide to bring your talents here? Just because when I was in Winston, if I ever went to a show, it was always here. Because mm -hmm. Winston didn't have that much other than you know cover bands playing at bars. Everyone I saw was here or in Raleigh. And mm -hmm. so I knew that if I wanted to get this started, I would have to move to one of those places. And this was where I ended up. Cool, cool. And what what has been your 
what's been your experience with the Charlotte music scene as a whole since you got here? You mean? Like, what's been your experience? Like, have you been to a whole bunch of shows, like, since moving here? Have oh, you yeah. started, like, kind of connecting with other artists? Or, like, what, what's what been your experience with the scene yeah, personally? I'm, I mean, because I do go to a lot of shows. Um, a lot of them, you know, bands that are too big for me to meet. But I did actually meet um, this, this band from L.A. called Chapdoor Social. They came and opened up for another band. And I got to meet them afterwards. And we connected. And we're still talking to this day they're talking about collaborating with me and stuff and so like just being able to go to a smaller show and meet these bands like that's what i wanted to do cool. to come and like have the opportunity to maybe you know collaborate with people yeah, in the future. yeah yeah no that's what it's about um have you are you familiar with the music everywhere initiative and what's what's happening on that on that tip no 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 so basically uh well, that's a good thing that you're here then. <laughs> so basically, the Music Everywhere Initiative is a citywide, uh, geared, geared to be a citywide initiative. Basically, and the long-term goal is it to make Charlotte more of a destination, more yeah. of a hub nationally for people to come hear live music. Oh, yeah. um, and it's birthed out of this realization that Charlotte, just like you already said, like Charlotte is just busting at the seams with talent like artists musicians um, industry people industry professionals and so often people have felt the need to take their talents elsewhere or people have felt the need like okay cool well i developed here i got started here i cut my teeth here now I gotta I gotta move to Nashville if I want to work. I gotta yeah. move to New York. I gotta move to Atlanta. I gotta move to LA. Um, and I think the people at Charlotte Center City Partners kind of saw this need. A lot of people saw the need, but uh, the people at Center City Partners saw this and said, you know what? Like, there's no reason why Charlotte can't be the place right. that people are coming to. Yeah. There's no reason why Charlotte can't be the spot or one of the spots, you know? And even if you look at how a lot of major tours are routed, um, Charlotte gets skipped over a lot. You know, even though we have a major uh, Live Nation venue here with the with the arena, mm -hmm. you know? So this whole thing started as an initiative to kind of turn that whole narrative around. And at, at its inception, one of the big things that we did was we kind of started convening a lot of the leaders in the city, in the music community, you know, venue owners, promoters, managers, studio owners, rehearsal studio owners, musicians, managers, artists, people who have toured all over the place, people who have Grammys, people who have been nominated for Grammys, people who have been, you know, on some of the biggest stages around the world. And just, we started getting people in the rooms and talking about, okay, cool, what are the advantages here? What are the disadvantages here? What What is it that that you love about being here? And what is it that you wanna see improvement? And that work has started happening. And one of the things that we saw is how collaborative the city is and how collaborative the city can be, um, while at the same time, how disconnected and siloed the city can be at the same time. So one of the one of the first and one of the initial objectives has been to 
help people connect, help people kind of start to break down the walls of these silos, help people kind of start to break down these barriers that separate this particular genre from that particular genre, or mm-hmm. separate this particular neighborhood from this particular neighborhood, or separate separate this particular region from that particular region, and kind of start to help everybody realize that it's easier and it's better and you know we can kind of grow quicker if we work together and um what i've seen that i really love about charlotte there's an overwhelming there's an overwhelming willingness of the people in the music community to collaborate with each other you know a lot of the collaborations that we haven't seen has really been more so because of you know kind of like an unawareness almost like oh well I never really linked up with you because I didn't know. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, I think, you know, having you here is is amazing, you know, not only because people will get to hear what you do, but, you know, people can kind of get to know a piece of you and get to know a piece of who you are. And, you know, we can kind of start to, you know, connect on other levels now. And, you know, you can kind of start to collaborate with other people because that's that's really what this is all about. You know, just kind of helping build those relationships, man. So I'm definitely, definitely glad you're here and definitely glad you decided to make Charlotte, you know, your place and definitely glad you decided to make this the place where you kind of planted your feet and started to really cut this record. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, man. So tell us a little bit more about the record. Is it out yet? Yeah. Oh, is it out? Sure. So, so tell us a little bit more about it. Um, okay, so came out in March and it was something that I wrote based on how I felt the two years prior, from 2017 to when I released in 2019. It's just a collection of what I was going through, how I felt, because like I said, it was a low time in my life. And then when I moved to Charlotte, I thought things would be great. I was like, this is gonna be the thing that fixes everything. And then it didn't because I was alone. And I realized, you know, your problems follow you no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. So it was a collection of me being sad and alone where I was, plus me being sad and alone when I got here. But then, you know, I don't know, I put them all together. And you can tell, when you go through the album, you can tell things get a little bit better because they do. Mm -hmm. But then I kind of leave it at that. And it's like, you know, the next thing that I release, you just have to wait and see. Like, So I don't really know a whole bunch about Winston-Salem. I've only been like a couple times, like usually like when I was in college. But has this new, has being here like influenced any of your music in a different way than being at home? Has like, has the scenery been different or has the, the has, is it a change of pace? Like, you know, I, again, I don't know much about the city. So has has the change of location contributed at all to 
you know, kind of how you feel when you express yourself? Yeah, yeah. Just because I feel like in Winston, people are a little bit more closed-minded. Mm, I feel like, okay. I, I hate to say that about them, but when, so when I came here and realized I heard other musicians and heard other people's thoughts and I just realized I could write exactly how I want to write mm. here and not be afraid of what people would think. Yeah. So everything I wrote while I was here, I felt like it was, you know, there was no boundaries to it. I just let everything go and did exactly how I wanted it. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, that's amazing, bro. That's amazing. Um, so we'll, I'll end. I have like a two-part question. Huh? And the, the second part of it, you know, because you're still new here, I'm, I'm, interested, I'm interested to see how that'll go. So, but the first part of the question is, top three things that you hope to accomplish in your career. Like if you, if you're looking back, we're talking futuristically. So in the future, you retired, you hung your hat up, you know, you out of the game. What are, what are three things that you would like to look back at your career and say, I did this, this, and this? Man, <laughs> that is loaded. Oh. Right. No time to be humble. <laughs> no, I mean, because like I said, I don't try to make it about me. I, I just want people. I want people to know my stuff. Like if the song, if a song plays on the radio, which I, that's that can be one of my things. Mm -hmm. I definitely want to be able to be on the radio. And mm -hmm. if it comes on the radio and they don't know who I am, that's fine. Mm -hmm. As long as it gets on there, so that can be one. Um, man, <laughs> that is right. I'm so. I, <laughs> I, I don't I don't like to talk myself. Off I like know that. I, I know. Do not do that. It, oh you know God. what's funny about this question? So, yeah. it's what's funny about this question is everybody starts the exact same way. Like, ooh, I don't know because yeah. it's like that thing. Like nobody likes to be like braggadocious or nobody wants exactly. to sound like conceited or nothing like that. But again, that's why I remind you: there's no time to be humble. Just you know, if you're looking back, and it doesn't even have to be braggadocious but if you're looking back like man like your benchmarks like what are three you know three benchmarks that you have for yourself futuristically that when it's all said and done when people are talking about you or talking about your music like you know like oh man like I can honestly say I did this you're talking to your kids you're talking to your grandkids like well tell us about what happened granddad like oh well, you know well I got me a little song on the radio I <laughs> went to the Grammys a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. those type of benchmarks. They yeah. can be as deep or as shallow as, as you want. Well, okay, so definitely radio first. Then after that, I do want to be able to, I don't just want to stay here. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to tour mm -hmm. and go everywhere just so I can make sure people hear what mm -hmm. I have to say because I do want to be able to reach as many people as possible because I know that even locally, I've had people hit me up and be like, hey, like I really connected with what you had to say and I, I want to be able to do that everywhere. So definitely tour everywhere, second. And then, uh, man, <laughs> all right. I guess, no, you know what? If I can, uh, if I can be a musical guest on SNL, that's a, that would definitely. Okay. That's, that's, that's my third one. Okay, cool. Radio, tour, Saturday Night Live. There we go. Yeah. I like it. That's that's a solid that's a solid checklist, bro. That's a solid check checklist, and it's all attainable too. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's all attainable, so definitely uh, rooting for you on that one. So the last half of that is the 
when you think about the Charlotte music scene, what are three things, again, futuristically, mm -hmm. talking like maybe 10 years down the road, what are three things that you would like to see happen here in the music community? What are three things that you would like to see the community accomplish? Like you said, with collaborating, I guess I'd definitely like to see, it'd be nice if, maybe if there was just a place just for local musicians to come together. I mean, I know this is a good place, but just uh, like a venue just for local musicians to come together mm -hmm. and just help each other out, mm -hmm. just to be able to play and open for each other, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, like you said, with, um, well, I guess the community wouldn't like you said with making charlotte more of a hub for people to want to come i, I want to be able to see more people not be afraid to come here and collaborate with each other and i want those of us who are here now even like me included like be open to that and mm -hmm. allow people like let them not be afraid to come in yeah. and work with us um thirdly i don't know i just I just want people to keep doing what they're doing, man. Okay. I want people to not be afraid yeah. to, because like, you know, I was afraid yeah. to get myself out there. I just want other local musicians, anyone that is out there that hears it, like I want them to know, like you can do it here and it's fine. Like, right. We can all do it. Yeah. Nah, that's solid, man. So, little plug, yeah. um, and this is great information for you. As far as having a place for local musicians to connect, uh, my, my guy, Brandon Henson, uh, he's one of the guys from Live Nation. Mm -hmm. He actually started uh, a league called the Charlotte Area League of Musicians, or oh, yeah. CALM for short. And basically what it is, it's it's an open, you know, it's a group. It's, it's a Facebook group. It's a website, all that. But the whole, the whole vibe is to be a resource for local Charlotte musicians at every level. The guys who have toured all over the world, the guys who are just now cutting their teeth, you know, the guys who have had moderate success, the guys who are still trying to learn. And it's a it's a regular meeting place and it's a regular meeting avenue for guys to get together to connect, to exchange information, to exchange advice. Um, he wants to host a, not he wants to host, he will be hosting a resource fair this coming fall. So um, that's definitely something to look up and yeah. I can make sure we get you all the information, but you can check them out on Facebook, Calm Charlotte Area League of Musicians, and they're really doing some amazing things and they're just getting started. So yeah. it's definitely a resource that you might want to check out. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, man. Well, once again, man, thank you for coming out this week. We really appreciate you and you know what you're bringing to Sessions on 16. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. That's it.